Hi, friends. This is Margaret Araneta coming at you with a bonus show with Sarah Abdallah. If you haven't heard Sarah's 180, it's amazing. Today, we're talking with Sarah to learn about the Crescent Project, which helps equip believers to share with Muslims. We'll link the Crescent Project in our show notes, but you can find them at crescentproject.org. Thanks for being here again, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a joy to be with you. It was great to be able to share your story on 180. I have such a privilege to get to share these great stories. It's so fun. And often it's behind the scenes with Ryan Henry being the host. But as the 180 producer, I do find it a, a huge privilege to be part of this. And also to hear more about the great things that our guests are doing for the cause of Christ. The Crescent Project is one of those. I saw one of your sayings on the website that's really profound. Followers of Jesus have what every Muslim needs, a hope worth sharing. Yeah, that's really amazing. Why don't we share our faith with Muslims more often? It's a rhetorical question, but people used to have to be sent to countries where it isn't safe to be a Christian, risk their lives to just to get access to Muslims. And now they're joining us at the sidelines of our kids' soccer games. And we're silent. Yeah, when I came to the United States, I didn't know that Muslims live here. And then I found them to be our neighbors. They became my friends. And I still ask the same question. Why don't we share Christ with them? I don't know. I get nervous. I get scared. I don't think I'm going to say the right thing. I don't have like the tools. I don't feel like I understand where they're coming from. And I don't want to offend. And all these reasons are not what Jesus would have for me. There may be excuses to not do it. And I need to walk in faith and do that. But it's great to know there's groups like the Crescent Project that are there to show me how to do this. And so I'm excited to hear about it. Just looking at what you have to offer is really amazing. So I can't wait to share with our listeners what all you do. I see that you do a lot for Explore, Equip, and Engage, which is really cool, all three. Yes. So I am now leading a women's outreach with Crescent Project And my role is to mobilize the church, to mobilize Christian women, to share the gospel with their friends, with their Muslim women. And I will say, as Crescent Project, our hope is to give every Muslim the opportunity to respond to the gospel and be connected to a follower of Jesus. I think sometimes people, they want to have that connection and to transform these people to Christians. And sometimes it is disappointing to share the gospel and not to have fruits. Sharing the gospel is great, but to be connected to a follower of Christ. And that happened in my life with our neighbors. They shared the gospel, but they were there for us. They were amazing neighbors, and they kept sharing about their lives and their transformation that God did in their lives. So I guess the first thing, like sharing Jesus with our Muslim friends, what if we don't have Muslim friends? How do we make Muslim friends? Well, first of all, start with your, your neighborhood. Many people are living in your neighborhood who are Muslims and you don't even see them and you don't search for them. And I think it is so important to take the initiative step. You know, with Muslims, it will be amazing to just knock on their door and say, I would love to come and visit. They will invite you in, have tea together, or you invite them over, but they will always invite you in. They have a great day of hospitality. They want you to come to see their lives. And I feel sad when I hear about Muslims who have been living in the United States for more than five or 10 years and they don't have any connection with Christians here. 
And I think this is very important to get to know them, to build friendships with them. And I promise you, we're not scary. Muslim background believers and Muslims, they seem like they're scary, but they really uh, are faithful people. They want to follow God. And remember, our fight is not with them is with the evil spirit, right? So to have friends, you can go to the international store. You will find them there buying their own products. You can ask them about them. You find them with your kids. Maybe they are uh, the students and friends with your kids. College students. It's very important to build relationships with these families. I will say when I moved to Indiana, I didn't know that it is packed with Muslims, but it took me to get connected to one family And one family connected me with 40 families. It takes you one family. Wow. Yeah. Just one family. And then there's a whole group of people that are connected with each other. Right. So it's just making the invitation, offering them to come over for tea. That's all. It doesn't take a lot. And yeah, we're so nervous about it. But tell us about the different projects. I saw the Let Me Be Your Neighbor project. I thought that just looked very helpful. Yes, I love this project because it's an app. It's for free. You can download it and have a small group together. You do it together, challenging one another just to be a good neighbor, a loving neighbor. And it helps you to walk through it in a simple way, simple steps to help you to be a good neighbor who's a loving neighbor, but also sharing Christ with your neighbor. With your Muslim neighbors, right? With your Muslim neighbors, yes. And also with your neighbors that don't know Christ. It's a calling for us to share the gospel with our neighbors. And because, you know, we see them every day going on a walk. We do. We do see them every day. There's so many Muslims in in my neighborhood, like just everywhere. They're not necessarily in my cul-de-sac, but they are definitely at the bus stop, at the grocery store, at the coffee shop. They're just all around. They really are around. It seems like they're in another sphere, and I don't know how to break through to that. And so I'm looking forward to let me be your neighbor myself. Yes. And also we offer bridges that will help people to explore, to learn about Islam, but also it will help take you step by step in how building friendships and bridges with Muslims in order to be your friends, but also to share the gospel with them. And I I find it really great to go through these. It will help you to be challenged. And I really pray that you do it in a group because that will be helpful to pray together and learn together and doing it together with a challenge, challenging one another and then follow up with like what happened with you. But prayer is very important. And also it takes you one step forward towards sharing the gospel with your Muslim neighbors. And so that Bridges study is different than Let Me Be Your Neighbor. I just wanted to elaborate on that. And so that's a study that you could do in a small group setting to just dig a little deeper. Yes. So the study, you take it as a group and you can do it either online and to get the group together to do the Bridges study. You can purchase the program and the, the book with a video as well. But also we offer Bridges One Day for churches and small groups that we can do it for a few hours uh, on Saturday that we can share with you about it and encourage the church to reach out to their community. And we, we really need that, don't we? And they do. They need that. Yes. And how you build that bridge with your Muslim friend and neighbor? Does it give us a background on what Muslims believe and how to talk with them in a, in a language that they might understand? 
does it go into the theology? It goes into the theology part. It talks about how Islam started, when did it start, what Muslims believe in. And that will help Christians to understand Muslims in a better way. I get scared, too, because I don't know there's all the different sects. And so what if this person's Shia and I'm talking to them like they're Sunni and they get offended? And is that in the bridges? Is it navigating that a little bit? We talk in general, like you can go in depth and we have other trainings as well, like Sahara Challenge. We have the Hope Conference and Sahara Challenge will really help people who want to go into learning more and more about Muslims and Islam. But my encouragement to you, because sometimes people will be scared and they don't want to go into those details, they don't understand them. We don't need to study Islam in order to reach out to Muslims. That's true. It is good to know about Muslims. It's good to know about what they believe in. But my encouragement to you when you share the gospel is to focus on what God did in your heart, to focus on your testimony And that cup that overflows with the Holy Spirit will overflow with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will speak instead of us speaking. So my encouragement to you, I would love you to learn about Islam and we offer programs that will help you to learn more about uh, Sunni and Shia and the steps that you take forward. So Bridges is more general, helping people to understand, learn more about Islam, but also Sahar Challenge will help you learn more in depth about Muslims and about people who are coming from a Muslim background sharing their testimonies as well. That is an in-depth conference, but also online. Yes. And that will make it easier and accessible for many people. And uh, it will take you in-depth training in ministry to Muslims. It will be led by experienced leaders and Muslim background believers. Okay. And then there's also the HOPE conference. So tell us about what that is. The HOPE conference is to bring hope to the leaders and to people and to Christians who are sharing the gospel with Muslims. And the HOPE conference will be in September, September 14 and 15. Okay. And I'll put those links in our show notes to all these things, folks. So witnessing to your Muslims and neighbors 001 would be, let me be your neighbor. And that is the version for just the soccer mom who wants to engage with the other soccer mom who happens to be Muslim, or just the, the more practical steps. And so then if you wanted to go a little deeper, then you would do the Bridges study as a small group. Is the Let Me Be Your Neighbor meant to be in a group too? Oh, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, sometimes small groups will be together like uh, life groups, and they will study it together. Okay, but br- the Bridges study is meant for a small group or a church. So bridges study for small groups in a church, but as a church, the best is to take bridges on one day. Okay. And then to go even deeper, you would do the Sahara Challenge, and that's three days in a conference that's Mm -hmm. online. And then you could also do the HOPE conference. So those are all great things. What are some just simple steps you could tell our listeners about reaching out to their Muslim neighbors and the people around them? All right. So... I would like to share my own experience. I was in Indiana and I, at that time, waiting for my working visa. I didn't have money. I didn't have car. I didn't have the tools that I, th- I thought I needed at that time. And then I went to a gathering, saw a family from Syria. They were refugees and I got connected to them. I thought that like all Muslims here, they speak the language, you know, they go to ESL, they speak the language. I realized that many of them don't know how to speak English. 
and they've been here for more than five years. Wow. I, I felt like ESL will be one of the tools to, to go and visit them and share the gospel with them and to teach them the language. So I started with one family. I, I asked one of my American Christian friends to go with me because I didn't want to teach them English because it's my second language. But I had the program and I used the program Growing Participator Approach. It's online using videos and pictures. And it's a, a free website that you can go and see how you can learn a language or teach it through videos and pictures. So I will go and visit and share about my faith and share about my background and also use it uh, to teach them the language. And they really appreciated that. So they heard it. They heard about this family that we're visiting and we we're teaching them English. And they many were interested and many wanted to be connected to Americans. So I will provide that. I will provide an American friend who will go and visit. And I will assign her a family that will she will teach English as a second language. And she doesn't need to be a teacher. Because if you speak the language... You can use this program in order to teach it. And then God opened the chance for us to spend more time with them, have tea, have coffee, eat lunch with them or dinner. And then we went through ups and downs with them. When they're glad or they have weddings, they will invite us over. Or when they grieve over uh, a lost uh, uh, friend or a family member, we will be there for them. And, and that really helped us to connect with them. I have the good news. And the way I started is with one family. The way I started is offering English classes and visiting them. And that was it. And now we have connections with more than 50 families in area. And now I moved away from Indiana, but every time I go, they are my family. I love them with all my heart. And they became really good friends of mine. Sometimes they have questions and God opened uh, a lot of opportunities to share the gospel and to answer their questions. Okay, that's great. And it sounds like you you need a relationship because it's a process for a lot of Muslims. And so you need to be their friend. You need to be there when those opportunities come and share the gospel. When they yes. trust you more, they can ask you more. But if they don't trust you, they won't open up and ask. They They also want to seek the truth and they have questions, but they're scared to ask them either about their own religion or about Christianity. So when they build trust with you, they feel that they can open up and ask, and building trust will take time. Okay. Could you say the name of that program again? Growing Participator Approach. It's a program that many people are using, and it doesn't need a teacher. It just needs you to know the phases that you need to learn the language, and it takes someone who speaks the language. So it's called Growing Participator Approach? Approach, P -A. Okay. And so, Sarah, you mentioned this growing participator approach, GPA. I will put a link to that in the show notes. There are a lot of ESL programs. And as Crescent Project, also, we can help with starting ESL in your church. And I encourage you to start doing that because that will bring many Muslims to your classes. And that will help you to teach them the language and share your faith with them. Okay. That's great. That's a, that's a simple step that we could take to to build relationships, and that's really helpful. Is there anything else that we should know about the Crescent Project that you didn't share already? Yeah, I encourage you also to visit our website, and there is also every imam that we encourage every Christian leader to connect with their imam, and imam is the one who's leading in the mosque, because many of them, they don't have any connection with Christians. 
and we want them to have a connection with a Christian, with a Christian leader. So every Imam initiative is an amazing way to connect with Muslims and to connect with Muslim leaders. And we will help you as Crescent Project to go through it one step at a time. Also, I encourage you to do the global internship. We train Christian leaders and Christians to, to learn about sharing the gospel with Muslims. I encourage you to be connected with the digital outreach with over 500 trained volunteers. We would love to help you and to train you in order to reach out online. Also, we have the internship, domestic and international, and it's online. It's a four-month training. And also, we have Safe House Network. We want to coach local pastors and churches how to develop as well a Safe House Network for Muslim background believers. Also, we have church planting in India, Indonesia, Pakistan, and Bangladesh. Wow, that's amazing. Crescent Project does a lot to further God's kingdom. It's really amazing. And to help us be part of that, that mission that God has called us all. So thank you so much for your time again, Sarah. We will put links to all these in our show notes. And I really encourage you to look into the Crescent Project and see what they have to offer. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, friends, I'd love to encourage you to check out the Crescent Project Bridges Study, Helping Christians Connect with Muslims. Bridges is in 65 countries around the world, training and mobilizing people with topics such as Islam rising, belief in ritual, attitudes of an ambassador, bridging the gospel, understanding the New Testament's credibility, and understanding Jesus' sacrifice. Each study begins with the testimony of a former Muslim. Crescent Project also offers bridges in a one-day format. Check the links in our show notes for more information. And don't forget about the free online Hope Conference, which begins September 14 or 15, depending on which time zone you're in. Registration is required, and you can find it in our show notes. Special guest and best-selling author Mark Middleberg will be presenting, along with former Muslims and Crescent Project's founder, Fuad Masri. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to listen in for episode 22 next week with rap artist Steve O. Thompson.